Hey, this is Carrie Ann Michelle. Today, my guest is Jenny Tola. We talk about finding a different pace and how to use it to find a new form of productivity. We also talk about the power of scheduling to create balance. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Carrie Ann. Oh, it's so good to see you. Good to see you too. Oh, it's been a while. I feel like I haven't seen you in person. Well, in Montreal right now. Yeah, it's been a long time. But this is nice. Yeah, I know. Thank you for joining me and being one of my guests. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to share a little bit with our audience about how we know each other and your background. Um, my guest today is Jenny Tola. Uh, and Jenny is an agent and an owner at State Farm Insurance. She has her own practice uh, here in Chicago. Um, and she focuses on personal and small business clients. And Jenny's been a great resource for me. Uh, she's my agent. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been, it's been uh, wonderful um, to have her as one of the people in my support group. But Jenny and I actually met several years ago um, when we were working uh, with the Lyric Opera Young Professionals Board and had a lot of fun um, at different events in the city, um, sharing our love of opera and the arts. Um, and we reconnected, uh, gosh, a few years ago and um, have done some work together. And so it's just really exciting to have you here with me today. Yeah, it's so nice. Um, and one of the things that I love is sort of an extra about you is that you are quite a world traveler. Um, I know it must be hard for COVID, yeah, to not be doing that, but you have, I've watched your adventures um, through social media all over the world, um, and it's just really special. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice. I miss it already, but. We'll travel again soon, hopefully. I would be curious, what's one of your like top one or two places you've been? Oh, wow. Um, Tokyo was amazing. So I really love Tokyo. Um, and, you know, everything that we're going through right now, I remember being there two years ago. There was a lot of mask wearing in Tokyo. And so that really helped now during this time because I realized, you know, they went through something and we're all going through that now. And so it was just a nice perspective. So Tokyo was great. And um, I don't know. Let's, there's just been so many places. I have a passion for Italy. So I could go to Italy every year constantly. I should probably just move there. Um, so that's one of my other favorite places. Oh, both beautiful. I've not, I've never been to Tokyo. That's on my bucket list, but I agree with Italy. And also one of the things I think is really special is that you take your daughter with you. So yeah, so she's six and for the last six years since she was seven weeks old, whenever uh, I go, she goes and we go everywhere together. So she's been all over the world already, which is really nice. And I first, you know, everybody questioned it, you know, what is she going to remember, but it's there. She remembers it. She knows the different foods she's eaten and different places she's been and it's all part of her makeup now, so I'm glad I did it. Yeah, it's fantastic. She has such a great perspective. I mean, she, she really must having been to different cultures and hearing different languages and like you said, food being something that she can really understand in different ways. Right, right. So yeah, I'm glad we did it because you just never know. Like right now we're all grounded. Um, so I'm glad we got that opportunity, you know, did it when we could. It's really great. I know, and I'm excited to talk about self-care today, and I, I mean, I think, you know, traveling can be a really fantastic way to self-care, have some self-care, and um, it's interesting when you were talking about food, it was making me think that I, 
I've seen a few fun videos with your daughter and you guys have been cooking together. Um, and it seems like that was something you were doing a lot of, at least back in kind of the March and April timeframe. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we all got locked down, it was one of those things where I said, okay, I'm going to take the opportunity to make those fresh pastas that we learned how to make in Italy. Uh, so we made raviolis from scratch and we made some breads from scratch and pesto from scratch and just incorporating, you know, I figured we had the time, we might as well make the most of it. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. And we made some videos um, of her doing it, which was also a lot of fun. And it's a good memory. I kind of wanted to catalog that time and what we were doing. And it was, it was relaxing for us. It was one of the ways that what we connected and gave us something to do together. Um, and it reminded of us our, of our travels, which we couldn't do at the time, but we would have days where we'd say, okay, it's Italy day or it's France day, or because she's six, we did a Disney day where we got all dressed up as, you know, Disney cartoon characters and we watch some movies. So, you know, incorporating a little bit of, of everything, you know, to make the, the days fun, you know, while they were seeming a little bit, you know, anxious for a lot of people, we tried to make, make them fun. I love, I love that. And the bringing the perspective in of um, even the idea, like you said, of cataloging it and having some of these fun memories that you could, you could look back on and see what were we doing during this time and how, how did we spend that together? Exactly. So that was really nice. Um, but as you know, you know, it's been a challenging time for so many people. And I am, you know, a mother, I have a business and I, um, I'm a single mom too. So I kind of have to do a lot of things on my own. Um, so incorporating my daughter into the cooking so she can learn how to help me was also, you know, in the background of what I was trying to figure out. Um, but I've also tried to figure out, you know, how do I take care of myself and focus on myself during this time where I really have no time to myself, you know, if it's, I'm not taking care of my daughter, I'm taking care of the business. So that was challenging at first, but I think I finally, after all these months, I figured it out. So, Well, that, yeah. that's good. I'd be curious, what's one of your go-to forms of self-care um, as you think back in the last couple of months? So as I progressed through these last few months, at first, um, it was hard to come up with a schedule. There was no routine. So I was trying to stick to a routine that I had before. And after sitting and meditating and thinking, I started to realize I needed to come up with my own schedule and my own plan. And one of the things that was hard to do initially, I think, because we were, and I, it's hard to say this, I was kind of liked not having to get up and get ready and get in a car and go somewhere. And I was sort of wasting those hours in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, and so through these months, I've realized that one of the most important things I can do is get up at 6.30 or 6 o'clock, like I used to and get going and the only time that i have to myself is that six to eight window in the morning before my daughter you know needs all my attention um so that's when i do my my exercise my yoga uh, my meditation if i can squeeze that in in the morning but definitely the physical aspect is what i know i've realized um, through these last few months, I really need whether at first it was a lot of yoga. And then even, you know, since the months have progressed, I realized I needed to get more cardio in. And I wasn't, I was walking a lot. We were going for nice walks, but it just wasn't enough. So it's one of those, you know, reflecting things. I said, okay, what is it that my body needs? What is it that I need? But definitely get that done. Because if I tried to keep it to the afternoon or the evening, as we all know, sometimes the day escapes you and it didn't happen. Yeah. So, that's the most important thing is getting 
back into that. Okay, I'm still going to get up and I'm still going to do this for myself every day. Um, it's been the the number one thing that I've done for myself, you know, lately. That's, that's fantastic. How does it feel at the end of the day when you reflect back on making that space? <laughs> it feels great knowing that one, that's one thing that I did. I checked it off my list. I don't have to worry about it. And I can go through my day sort of guilt-free, you know, knowing that I got that done. I took care of myself. I feel good. And, you know, it's been, you know, being home, a lot of people are snacking, eating, eating at irregular schedules. So just knowing I took care of that. And yeah, if we do have a couple extra cookies, it's, it's going to be okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, to yourself. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, it feels great. I mean, especially now that I've, you know, I've looked for every resource available out there too, because that was the other thing. I was so used to going to a facility, going to a gym, going to a yoga studio, meeting a trainer. I, I always did a lot of different things, but I had places to go and do them, and I had a support structure for that, and losing that at first was very challenging for me, and there are so many, there's actually too many resources available through a computer, through Zoom, through YouTube, whatever it is. Uh, yoga studios are offering these things and just finding the ones that work for me um, has really helped. And incorporating my daughter in that too. She, um, she's learning the yoga and she does her push-ups and her sit-ups. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun to watch her. Sometimes she'll just sit down and start doing push-ups like, or sit-ups. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, that's cute. She's seeing it, which she didn't see before, which I'm trying to look and, you know, practice that gratitude. She never saw me go work out. She never saw me go to the yoga studios. You know, it's something I talked about, but now she's actually seeing me do it. And I think that's healthy. I think it's good for her to see this is what mom does. This is good for us to keep active and stay yeah. fit. Yeah, so, you know, they, they pick up, they're like little sponges and they pick up on everything. So I like that she's seeing how I, how I get through my day and the things that are working. That's fantastic. I mean, that's a really nice, you know, if we want to look at silver linings of sort of the situation. I mean, I think that's a really good point. I'm sure you're not alone with that as a parent with, you know, the idea that fitness used to really take place for most people outside of the home. And especially for young children, not really seeing that modeling and the fact that she's willing to try it with you. And, um, you know, that what a great skill that she's um, learning. She's watching perhaps even your sort of well-being come to life through that. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's been really special. We are looking for silver linings everywhere through this whole thing. You know, the time we can spend together and the things we can do together, which we wouldn't have done together before. Um, it's been really special. So I'm trying to appreciate it as much as possible. And thank goodness we've been healthy. Um, so we're trying to take advantage of, of all those fun things we can do together. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I'd be curious about is, as you think about, um, you know, self-care as it relates to being a business owner and an entrepreneur, so to your career, you know, how does self-care make its way into the kind of the professional side of what you do? Well, with that, you know, I'm working from home. Um, I have a team right now. We're a team of four total. And so what I've tried to do is practice, you know, showing my team gratitude because we're so disconnected. Mm -hmm. um, letting them know that I appreciate what they're doing. And I think they appreciate that I've allowed them to be home because we do have an office, which I'm actually in my office right now. And we could come here, but I think everybody's comfort level with what's going on is different. And so I let them decide, and you know, 
Some people want to come here and some don't. They want to be home and I'm letting them be home. And as far as my own self-care, one of the, with, as it relates to business, journaling, you know, you hear about meditation, mindfulness, journaling, gratitude, these things, they're very, you know, spoken about lately, but I think it's for a reason because it really works. And one of the things I've done a lot is journal specifically for my business and figure out, you know, considering the situation we're in, what are my goals now? What are my plans for the future? How do I envision my team and myself operating going forward in a new environment and a new world? And that journaling and that taking time to reflect and think, I think has been so beneficial in realizing that we might move at a different pace going forward, but it might be healthier for everybody involved, myself, my team. Um, and I wouldn't say we're not as productive. We're just different, productive in a different way. You know, maybe it's better for our bodies, better for our souls to be in a different frame of mind as we look at how do we be successful? How do we you know, produce. Um, we are in a sales, I'm in a sales field, right? So I sell insurance. Um, luckily, that's something that we're going to continue to have to do. People need insurance, whether it's for their personal lives or their small businesses. So we're so needed as a resource and just finding ways to still connect with people and then balance, you know, the, the rush, rush, rush of what a sales environment is with needing that self-care and that time, especially now when we're all, I think, more stressed just because of what's on the news and what's going on in the world and what our families, our friends are being, um, or how they're being affected. It's affecting us, you know, so we have to make a space for that. I think yeah. that's, that's really powerful and, and not just what you're saying in terms of physical space and giving the team choices, but also the mental space. And like you said, the pace, you know, and I'm sure that affects also your clients and how you reach out to them and, and, and having, everybody in the team having a little bit more balance as they go about their day, I could see where that would help as you're, you know, talking to prospective clients are going to feel that they're going to feel that the team that yourself are coming from a place that's maybe less reactive or feeling that chaos, but in a more human sense. Right, right. And I think we're all sort of working more in a way, which I've tried to balance. The computer's always on our desk now. It's always open. It's always available. So it's important for us to walk away sometimes because it is in our home. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to not keep working when you know that people need you and it's so easy to just turn on your laptop and address whatever they need. So just trying to find that time too to realize, okay, work is over for a while and we have to focus on ourselves and our personal lives and things like that. So I've personally felt like I'm working more now than before. Um, so I'm trying to find that balance and just say, okay, I still need to make the time, like I said, for the workouts in the morning and that quality time with my daughter and also making time for our education because now that's sort of on my plate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother element to add into this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to change anytime soon. So we just have to realize this is our new reality and roll with it. Yeah. Um, well, I would be curious too, as you think about that, think about, you know, sort of these additional, I don't know, tasks, additional sort of parts of, you know, what comes onto your plate. I mean, what else has shifted in your routine during COVID? Um, you know, I mean, you just mentioned sort of, you know, maybe, also the education, the home education for your daughter, you know, balancing working more often. Um, do you think about that shift in your routine? You know, are there any tools or resources that you found that are helping? Well, 
keeping some sort of schedule is what's helped uh, for me, mm-hmm. which at first there wasn't a schedule. It was a little chaotic. Um, she had many Zoom calls for school and I had my own Zoom calls and they seem to be all over the place as far as scheduling. Uh, And some of that is nice, the flexibility is nice, but if your life, if you need the routine in your life to keep balanced, that's what I found scheduling is, is helping me with. It's just knowing, okay, at this time we're gonna, you know, get up, at this time we're gonna exercise, at this time we're gonna eat, at this time we're gonna walk the dog. Um, and that's been another nice thing too, is being able to go for longer walks with my dog and my daughter, but making the time for that. And that requires the scheduling and placing some boundaries on ourselves as to when we can be available. Um, I'm not starting my day at the same time that I used to. I used to be, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock. My day started and I was on the computer. I'm starting a little later. Even though we have, we don't have that commute time, I have more on my plate right now. So it's actually taking me longer in the morning if I want to do all those things. So I am starting my day a little later and I'm setting the expectations of, to my clients too. You know, my day starts, you know, 9.30, 10 where it didn't do that before. So shifting your schedules to see what works. You know, we have more sun right now, we're in Chicago, so it stays sunnier later. So it's okay if my day goes a little later. And that might shift again in the fall when it's dark in the morning, it's dark at four o'clock and you wanna again shift when it's good to go out and get that sun. So maybe in the middle of the day is when we'll start taking our breaks and just being that, having that flexibility and knowing that once you start to feel like something's not working and listening to your body and listening to your emotions, you adjust, you, you fix something, but then get back to a schedule of sorts for the time being, not have it this every day is a little chaotic because that also causes more stress. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. And I, I agree with you completely. I mean, I think um, I went through, I can relate to some of what you're saying. At, at the beginning, it was easy for me to sort of want to just stay in bed a little bit longer. Obviously, it was, in, again, being in Chicago, it was March, it was cold, it was, <laughs> it was cold, it was right. dark, but um, having a schedule has also been something that's been profoundly helpful for me, um, you know, and I, I don't have the added element of, you know, having a child and, and educating and taking care of them in the summer, but I know as a business owner and just also, you know, building in self-care and as a, as a partner, it's it's still a lot. It's still a lot to take in. And um, for me, what that looks like is time blocking my schedule. I actually go in on Mondays and I kind of look at just the week ahead and I put in the time that's, you know, for my workouts and for the things that I want to do. And then I, um, because I don't, I don't do it consistently at the same time every day. Um, And I schedule whatever meetings I have or working time, but then I too try to have some boundaries of okay, when the calendar item is done, then you're done for the day and you need to close down. And so right. is scheduling, how do you literally do that scheduling? Is it the same kind of thing where you're, you're time blocking or are you doing it week by week or? I've never really written it down. I just know in my head, you know, this week we're getting up a certain time, we're having breakfast at a certain time, I'm starting work at a certain time, and then we're going to stop at a certain time um, and take certain breaks. And I like to know that dinner is at a certain time every day and I plan ahead as far as what our our meals are going to be because I have to start thinking about that. What am I going to cook? And meal prepping on the weekends and that way I'm ready because even though I'm not getting up into my office every day and not having to drop her off at school um, I still want to be ready to be you know at work at first when you know in March 
I was making three meals a day. And because I was home, I thought, oh, I can do this. I can stop and prepare a nice lunch and then stop, prepare a nice dinner. And we had these nice breakfasts. And I was realizing it was taking time out of my work day when I was in a work mode and your brain is ready to go and you're getting calls from people because I thought I could be home and do that, which I could. Um, but that wasn't how, you know, it wasn't function. It wasn't working for, for my schedule. So I needed to go back to, you know, meal prepping, having the food available, knowing that, you know, and telling my daughter, like, you can go and get this for yourself. You can get yourself some water, you can get yourself a plate, you can put this on the plate. And, you know, as if I wasn't there because I was working. Yeah. Because I needed that time. Otherwise, you end up wasting time doing things that are nice to do. It's nice to be able to cook a lunch in the middle of the day, but it wasn't productive. Uh, so some of the things that were novelties, I ended up cutting out again and going back to, you know, the way we used to do them. And then we added things that, you know, I wouldn't have done before. I wouldn't have started my day at 9.30 or 10 o'clock. Um, right. It would have been go, go, go. She would have had to be at school at eight. And now I do let her rest, sleep in, but I get up and I work out um, so that I don't lose that time, you know, to okay. myself. And I think there's something powerful in what you're saying there in just terms of the flexibility you've had to kind of learn what works, learn what you need. Um, because in the end, having that flexibility um, and balancing that with the schedule is where, some, where you start to find your natural productivity. And I also like that you, you know, mentioned that it likely may shift again, you know, because right now we have these lighter days in Chicago where we are. Um, right. We know that the winter will come and we may still be in this new world. And um, right. taking those lessons that you've been able to gather and seeing what works for you and really be, spending the time with yourself, as you said earlier, journaling, even as a business owner, journaling about, what is working? How do my goals need to shift? Are there places I need to pivot? Um, you know, what is my team telling me? Spending that mindful time and that space so you can make smarter decisions and, you, and you're not afraid to pivot and shift. And sometimes that's what my meditation time is. I mean, I sit down and attempt to meditate, but I'm really just listening to my body and kind of reflecting on the day and where was I stress where did i feel anxiety where was i feeling rushed and how do i you know reflect on that so that i don't get to that point again another day where i realize okay this is not working but it's really important because so many people are just rushing around and are lost because they don't have the schedules that they used to have or don't have the routine and just to take that time to reflect and figure out what is it that we really need what works for our bodies what works for our minds so that we don't feel that anxiety um, and then my other tool was just, you know, turning off the TV, yeah. turning off the news and really being careful with social media because we're just bombarded with so much now. Um, and it's, you know, it's hard to stay away from it and not want to know what's going out there and how many cases there are and, you know, what's going on with politics, but really just shutting it off to give yourself that time and that peace, because that definitely wasn't helping. And I think I just want to say everyone was going through it, especially March, April, May, listening to the news, watching the news, getting all that social media noise. A lot of it wasn't even true, you know, so you got to be careful with what you're hearing, whether or not it's actually factual. Yeah. Um, so just kind of turning it off is, has been the best thing for us to do. We'll need, we'll get the information we need to know, you know, that'll definitely come. <laughs> 
Well, and I think there's, there's some power in those boundaries, like you said before. And um, I think I want to kind of end on that note of this idea that it's just, as you've shared, kind of a constant reflection process, figuring out what you need, being not afraid to shift, you know, to realize for you, like you said, you know, the most powerful self-care moments come for you in the morning when you can have that time, learning what's working, learning what's not, and being open to that, that shifting, um, even with everything like the habits of listening to the news and social media. And I think the final thing I'll say about that, that I also really liked that you shared was what meditation can be for you. That sometimes it is just this quiet time to sit with yourself and reflect on where is there stress or anxiety that I'm feeling in my body, in my mind? Where does that come from? And giving yourself that time to, to ask the questions so that you can make those changes. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I think a lot of people struggle with meditation because they want to get to this not thinking zone where they have no thoughts coming in and that works sometimes and it happens and it's glorious when it does but a lot of times there are thoughts there and those are thoughts you have to process and shift through and work with and but you have to have that time to be there with those thoughts you know and see how you can work you know from those thoughts and get better yeah feel better i love that Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for hosting me. This is great. Awesome. It's great to see you and talk to you. Yeah, thank you for joining and I hope you have a great rest of your day and I hope yeah. I get to see you soon. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> soon. Socially distant, masks on. Exactly. <laughs>